Praise You, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving, and He is merciful, and He is absolutely awesome, and we are so grateful to be here at uh, Praise You, Lord, episode number 133. We have a few guests in the in the booth here today, and we're really excited about this, this uh, broadcast. We're going to be bringing you some testimony and some explanation of what happened at the March for Life 2020, as well as the Students for Life chapter. Uh, that's Students for Life of America chapter at Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton, Florida. So to, I'd just like to get right to it. Ramon Rocha is the president of Students for Life of America in uh, Florida Atlantic University. And Anna Lisa Genovese is also here and she's in, uh, she's she's a, a aware of many hats helping out as well. <laughs> so Ramon, how are you? I'm doing so great over here. Thank you for inviting all of us. Yes, thank you, Ramon. And, and Annalisa, hi. Hello, how are you? Good, good. And uh, <laughs> we also have Jackson Messick here, which is great. Hey. And our trusty um, intern, <laughs> as I o- often say, maybe, perhaps, possibly the best intern in the history of the state of Florida or beyond. That is possible. <laughs> Michael How, Michael Lopez, who also is, is very involved in, in the um, Students for Life of America. And, and we actually used Michael's phone and he called in last program. That was episode no, number 132 last week was the March for Life 2020 on Washington or in Washington, D.C. And, and Michael called up and we had a very quick synopsis and interview of the three of these folks. But they're actually in the studio right now. Michael, how are you? Doing well, Jeff. Doing well. All right. And uh, and you are listening to the Underground Independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you by the grace of God in your prayer once a week. Um, and also, thank you, thank you, thank you to the 20 radio stations. Uh, of course, 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches, 100.1 FM, Prince of Peace, Catholic Radio in Stewart, Fort, Fort Pierce, and the Treasure Coast as well as the 18 mega stations out in Colorado, Missouri, and Kansas. This is Super Bowl Sunday weekend. We're going to speak a little bit about that because I have a story to tell that you guys probably are not aware of. We'll probably talk about that later in the broadcast. But the Super Bowl is in Miami, which is where we are, very close to. We're in South Florida. And Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. We're pre... uh, We're... Our first broadcast is happening at 6 p.m. on our local stations on Saturday, and then we have rebroadcast on Sunday. So this broadcast will actually be going on just as the Super Bowl is starting at the 6, six o'clock hour Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. That's true. Um, yeah, so that's a big deal uh, in the world, and uh, we I, I'd like to speak about that a little bit later. Okay, so, well, 
Students for Life of America was the chapter at Florida Atlantic University was uh, started, I believe, by you, Ramon. Is that is that accurate? Um, yes. This uh, this semester, um, we. Uh, sorry, I apologize. Last semester is when uh, I started gathering some groups and interested students. So, um, really happy to actually have one now on campus. So. And what uh, what 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 um, and speak right into that microphone. That'd be great. Um, Tell us about, you know, what kind of inspired you, Ramon, to start something like that. Now, you're, if you don't mind me asking, how, how old are you? I am 19 currently. Wow, you're 19, so you're a teenager. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, God bless your brother. Amen. Had no idea. You're very mature, but uh, mm-hmm. 19-year-old, I definitely had no idea. And, um, and so at 18 years old, you last year, I guess, if I understood what you're saying, you were thinking about a, a pro-life... Um, uh, chapter at FAU. Yes. Um, last year there was actually an inactive uh, group that we we're trying to get started, but um, huh. as soon after I turned uh, 19, um, it was around last fall. Um, that is when I realized that I um, no one was taking up the mantle. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when I decided to get the ball rolling, and uh, you know try to get some interested students. Hopefully. Okay. So so you're that's awesome. So you're kind of rebuilding um, uh, something that was already there. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so kind of, um, and that's that's great. How mm-hmm. long has the Students for Life of America been at Florida Atlantic? And I guess only recently it's it's been inactive, and you're reactivating it, correct? Um, there was a pro-life group, actually. It wasn't Students for Life, mm-hmm. but it was a general pro-life group. Um, I really like Students for Life of America. Mm-hmm. They're a great organization, and we need um, lots of help, and, and they give... Uh, great resources so I, I got in contact with them last fall in october and so that's how we got them uh, to be associated with them on our campus mm. interesting and and what um and what do you think inspired you to get involved in pro-life had you been involved in pro-life prior to going to the university um no but um as uh, my upbringing as a as catholic it's as catholic it's kind of part of our views to respect all all life from from the womb to the tomb, as the mm-hmm. uh, mm. saying goes, and so um, I, I have studied the issue and had like uh, I was kind of called to help out in any way possible, and so mm. um, that's why I looked to the campus to see if there was a group that I could maybe help out, and um, if not, that's why uh, I'd like to start a new group if there wasn't. It's awesome. It really is. Uh, have you? So you, it started with it or restarted with you, Ramon? Correct. Yes, and then uh, what was the next step? How did how did you go about starting or restarting this group? How did you? What was your call to action? What did you do? So um, there was actually a, um, an individual from from a, this this conservative leadership institute is what it's called, mm-hmm. and uh, he was part of the previous group that was um, trying to get something going, but uh, couldn't really because of um, just leadership issues, mm-hmm. and so he helped me out through the process and. And just gave me some options, and I looked into Students for Life America, and reached out to our state coordinator, and he um, he helped us out a lot. He, we we were in contact through email, phone call, and um, he gave us lots of free resources to actually start recruiting students on our campus. So uh, he was a great help. His name is uh, is Ryan. So uh, we we really love him, all of us. Awesome. He's been a great guy for us. Yeah, definitely. Great, great, and and uh, and so you start you actually 
began when? When did this begin or re-begin? Yeah. In October, um, around October the 28th, last uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would have been just last semester, yeah. and you're just getting into the, or you're, you're now into the the second semester of the school year. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. 2020. Uh, this is being this this broadcast. Um, Praise you, Lord. Number 133 is is happening on Super Bowl Sunday. The very first uh, weekend, actually, of February. I just realized we're into February, aren't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. today. Oh, wow. T- time to pay the bills. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's time to pay. Yeah. So, it's that time. That's that time, yeah. So, um, so wow, that's really uh, quite quite an amazing story to, to hear that, um, you know, that, that young people are interested in starting a pro-life group. Now, what I'm also interested in, because I, you know, I went to the university myself, but that was I graduated in 1994, so that was that was uh, some time ago. And I went to university in a, a different state. I went to two universities. I went to one in Boston, Northeastern University, and another University of Massachusetts at Lowell. And um, and I know that he, that back at that time, a pro-life group uh, would be pretty much counter-cultural at least in that state at that season mm. uh are you what type of experiences are you you having um mm. ramon uh and what mm. kind of feedback did you get like right from the onset right from the beginning of, of your quest to start up a students for life of america at florida university oh, excuse me florida atlantic university sure um fortunately unfortunately in across the united states uh there's um, kind of policies that are leaning towards one side politically. Um, however, we found that FAU, they were really helpful with us um, in helping any kind of um, kind of club, whatever idea they, they help. So we were fortunate in that. And so, um, and so there was also other students that were pro-life, surprisingly, and one tabling event for recruitment from, that we had from 10 to 2 with Michael and Elisa. And a couple other members, um, we had 15 people sign up in one day. Wow. And so, wow. yeah. Um, wow. 15 people in yeah, one was, day for your club? Crazy. My yeah. gosh. How, how many people are in the club now? There's about 30 people currently. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Michael, of course, Michael is our intern and uh, and friend as well. And, and friend first, of course. But but um, he, so he's kind of given us some, you know, we found out about it through him right and and uh and so it sounded like a just like what was it you th- three got the three amigos only <laughs> only like yeah. only like what like what was that like last month or something yeah it was it was it's crazy jeff um ramon tells me uh about the idea to get the club started and mm-hmm. i was it was it was a really uh, big jesus thing because a week before that i was like man i want to get involved somehow and then wow. all of a sudden this guy gives me a phone call about starting a club at FAU, and I said, "Yeah, let's do it." So I show up to what seemed to be our first meeting, and it's me, Ramon, and uh, <laughs> our friend Curtis. It's just the three of us. <laughs> We're looking at each other. We're like, "Okay, <laughs> let's do this thing." <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, so um, I mean, did you know Ramon before this, or did was it the club that brought you together? Yeah, I did know Ramon prior to uh, forming the club. Uh, we we met at a Catholic conference uh, mm-hmm. a year earlier. 
What, what was that conference? Yeah, that was the SEEK conference put on by uh, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Um, it's just a conference for a ton of college students to delve into their faith more. And who, who um, like, where was where was that and who puts that on and what, is, what does that look like? And I think the reason why I asked this yeah. question is because I think, you know, our like this radio ministry as an example is a is an outreach right it's mm-hmm. not um it's i was asked to do a originally a local program they were had a local you know there's a local um there was a local radio station being born that's 98.3 fm this is over three years ago now and then there was also the sister station at 100.1 fm up up in uh Stewart, fort pierce uh you know up at the treasure coast and they were looking for somebody to do a local radio show and and uh and the president then of of 100.1 fm knew me i did some radio with him and i had done radio at at lean university with my brother many years ago Mm -hmm. Uh, the name of the show was look what god has done Mm. and uh we saw through that radio broadcast which we called was was commonly called the unradio and that's because it didn't go out on the radio. It was like it was like close. It was like only on the university. It was through like their TV because they, for whatever reason, I don't know if they lost their life. I don't know what happened at it. I was at Lynn. I had nothing to do with it. I was just asked to do a radio program then, and my brother uh, and I did it together. And my brother was going to that university at the time. We used to go to Catholic mass on at Lynn University uh, almost every day, but uh, and so we were very involved over there. He was playing baseball for the for the uh, Lynn University baseball team, getting his history degree. But any, at any rate, the point being, what I'm trying to say is is that uh, what I've observed is that you know we are the Catholic Church, and we are interconnected, and there are different members of the body. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, you know, like our prayer group, which is has become a charismatic Catholic prayer group, that's a different type of culture than, let's say. A typical rosary group which yeah, really. i love both i mean i go to rosary groups too i love them um they're different style of worship but it's worshiping the same god and and so uh in the case of uh of what was happening at lynn university we saw a lot of people come to christ through this and then because of that uh we we got on the radar we, my brother and i were invited to do radio with ed dacaret up at uh, well, that was a different. It was at a, another station. He had some radio time that that he was doing a program with on pro life. As a matter of fact, hmm. was oh, a, wow. he's, he, and he's he's the president of a pro life. Or you, you know all the billboards that are out in Florida that you see that are yeah. pro life. Yeah. Yes, that's that's mm-hmm. Ed Dacaret's ministry, as well oh, as this cool. radio station up at one hundred point one FM, which he recently, I believe, sold. If I understood the uh, the recent note, but um. Uh, I know that it, that he was uh, wanting to pass on the baton. I think that's actually finally happened. But the point is, is that um, that uh, we're all interconnected, and uh, and so I went on that radio program, and then years later I get a call from him. Would you like to get involved? You know, I need somebody. You know, do you feel called? So I prayed about it. I was like, Yeah, I think God's calling me to do this, and we're 133, you know, episodes into it, in three about three years now. In February would be three years. The three-year mark. It's awesome. Okay, it started before that, but we actually got on the air three in, in February. So, <clears throat> so excuse me. So, so um, 
you know, you guys, uh, you guys met at a Catholic conference, which is not necessary was not a pro life conference. You were you were meeting at some other type of ministry within the Catholic faith, correct? Yes. And that's where you guys met. Yes. So mm-hmm. the fruits of that ministry ended up in a pro life ministry. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah. So this, so Ed's pro life ministry ended up in the fruits of praise you, Lord. Hmm. Yeah. Because he had a radio program that was pro a pro life radio program invited me on yeah. years later. Here I we're doing praise you Lord, which is, you know, it's a it's an underground independent praise and worship, um, yeah, radio broadcast, and we we broadcast a lot of undergrounds, meaning people who are unsigned artists or people that have the rights, the publishing rights to sign over the. Um, sign over to us the right to play their music like your brother for example mm-hmm. that we'll be playing soon yeah. and it gives a platform for them but also an opportunity for us to speak about praising and worshiping god which is like you know i'm a, I'm a we're sitting in the studio right now this professional recording studio which is such a blessing to have and i'm a professional musician so that's like you know that's like in my strengths right one of the strengths mm-hmm. god has given me so all of these things kind of have come together and they're all interrelated because it's one God. Yeah. yeah. You know, one Father, one Son, one Holy Spirit, one God. And here we are. So, yeah, that's so interesting. And that was a long uh, dis- discussion about that. But I think that's a very important mm-hmm. point. You know, mm-hmm. the birth of this group really started with something that happened before. There was already a pro-life presence. And you guys, you know, met at something completely different than a pro-life conference, but it was a Catholic yeah. conference. Mike, what was the Catholic conference like? And have you been to it again, or what was your experience there? What, could you explain what that is? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> my experience at the Sikh conference was one very rare one. Uh, I remember my brother, who's a Focus missionary and who works for Focus, uh, Focus being the organization that put on the conference, um, I, uh, never been to anything like it. It was probably the biggest Catholic conference I've ever been to in my life. There were about 17,000 college students there awesome. mm. and they bring in speakers, well-known, uh, Catholic speakers and apologists, uh, to come speak to us. And we have mass daily and it's, it's. It's just, it's nuts being around so many people, like-minded people, not only your age, but of the same faith. So the, they actually are able to gather 17, approximately 17,000 young Catholics that are all in college. Is that, is that yeah. what I'm hearing? Right. Because, must be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they have the, the focus missionaries on the different campuses. Okay. Like now, my brother. Yeah. So that, is that a one day event? It, it, it spans for about four to five days. Is it something people travel distances to get to, or is it mostly local Catholic uh, young people? No, it's definitely a distance to travel to. They change it every year, the location. The okay. one we met at was in Indianapolis. Oh, wow. Yeah, January 2019. And uh, we recently, Ramon and I, went to something similar to that called the Student Leadership Summit, which is just an on and off thing they do. They switch it. They The summit's usually for those who want to get uh, deeper to the faith in a kind of leadership position. Uh, and they switch it off and on, Seek and then SLS, Seek and then SLS. Um, Seek is more for like the general, you know, student body. So let's let's back up for a sec. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's recap this for a sec. As I'm listening to you speak, which is great, great, ex- great examples, great 
explanations are completely understandable. Um, what I'm hearing mm-hmm. is that in 2019, you had an opportunity because of this Sikh group mm-hmm. to go to Indianapolis, which is quite far, uh, quite a far distance from South Florida. Yes. <laughs> and, and meet with approximately 17,000 college age students at a Catholic conference that they put on. And then you met Ramon, who is happens to be in the same same area, the same town, the same well, the same region, mm-hmm. region, and 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 involved at FAU, and and due to that meeting and that friendship that you made in the same year, all of a sudden you guys start up a pro life group on Florida Atlantic University. Isn't that exactly what happened? Yeah. Correct. Okay, and that and I think this is important because look at how much the seek. How Sikh helped, or any, I'm sure there were probably priests there that were maybe from Indian Indianapolis, or mm-hmm. maybe there were volunteers, maybe there were people that were, you know, involved in a website, or collecting money for it, or picking up after it, mm-hmm. and how this this army of, of hands has really brought what's happening at FAU together because without that maybe this wouldn't have happened so I, I think what, sure. what what I'm touched mm-hmm. by is is hearing how you know that there's a saying that many hands make light work sure. mm. and uh, it's just really a fact right I mean if, and particularly if those hands are coordinated so to hear that this coordinated effort happened in Indianapolis and all these people went there now imagine what else has happened we don't know we don't know the stories I mean this is one story uh, uh, about this conference but what happened to the you know, young people in Boston, where I'm originally from. What what happened to the people out in Los Angeles that may have gone, or in Portland, Oregon, or in Kansas City? You know, I mean, we don't, we, we can't report on that, but we can imagine mm-hmm. that sure. good things have happened, good fruits, and it's just so exciting to know. Like sometimes I know, like for example, in our praise and worship group, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we've seen a lot of fruit. Like oh, lots of lots of lots of fruit yes. from this praise and worship group, and and it's um, you know, that has gone out and done other things. Like your brother got involved with the, uh, um, Jesus got involved with praise and worship at St. Jude, mm-hmm. and now he's part of. Is is he part of? What is he part of? Uh, focus. Focus. Yeah. Now yeah. he's part of Focus, and he's a he's a missionary on campus down in where San Antonio or uh, Texas, Corpus somewhere in Texas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, San Antonio is somewhere close to Texas. I've heard. Um, <laughs> it's somewhere there <laughs> yeah i've been i love san antonio man what a cool place the river walk and um just a good place good place good basketball team too um all right so yeah so uh we have uh, something really amazing happening here at florida atlantic university and so going to the next point ramon is encouraged and and some a deposit of, of inspiration happens per, per, probably i'm sure by the holy spirit and he has the courage to act, to act. He gets Michael involved and another gentleman, and all of a sudden, now you guys have how many people in your group in such a short time? 30. 30 people, pro-life people. And then you guys went to Washington, D.C., right? Which yes. is what happened last week, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna ask you some questions about what happened out in Washington, but first, we're gonna listen to Jesus Lopez, who's down somewhere in Texas. <laughs> Maybe near San Antonio. It's really, <laughs> Somewhere near San Antonio. It seems to be quite a mystery here. And this is called On My Knees, and this is by Jesus Lopez. I'm 
you my life, Lord. Give you my life, Lord, on my knees. I give you my strength, Lord. Give you my strength, Lord, on my knees. I give you my fears, Lord. Give you my fears, Lord, on my knees. I give you my doubts, Lord. Give you my doubts, Lord, on my knees. And all who are lost shall be found. And all those who doubt shall not drown and all those instead shall be unbound i'm turning to you you are the answer the one that i need you are the treasure I fall down on my knees, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Give you my life, Lord, on my knees. I give you my strength, Lord. Give you my strength, Lord, on my knees. I give you my fears, Lord. Give you my fears, Lord, on my knees. Give you my doubts, Lord. Give you my doubts, Lord, on my knees. And all who are lost shall be found. And all those who doubt shall not drown. And all those instead shall be unbound. Turning to you, cause you are the answer, the one that I need, you are the treasure.
as I fall down on my knees, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus Lopez, that's On My Knees from his album. I forgot, what's the name of Jesus' album? Redeeming Love. Redeeming Love, thank you so much, Jackson Messick. <laughs> I knew Jackson was going to say something today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackson. Hey. What are you thinking so far? I'm thinking it's so awesome to have you guys here. Amen. It's such a pleasure. Isn't Ramon, it? it's awesome, man. So encouraging. Isn't it right? Am- amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Now, we got we kind of left a cliffhanger there. <laughs> so we got to get we got to get back to the subject of uh, what happened in Washington D.C. There were some historic moments that happened last week, 2020, in uh, January at the at the March March uh, March of Life March for Life. I guess it is right. Yes. March for Life 2020. All right, so let's uh, let's start with um, Annalisa. Annalisa, what uh, what was your takeaway from your event, the event up there? You guys, first of all, you the three of you went up. Did you go up with more than the three of you, or who who went from FAU or from from your chapter? Yes. So, uh, in addition to the three of us, we also had okay. two other members join us as well. Uh, we actually. We, we took a, a Students for Life sponsored trip. Uh, we, we went up via bus and uh, we, we went to the rally together. We went to the march together. And uh, wow, I mean, there, there, there are not enough words to describe how much the Holy Spirit was there. Hmm. Uh, during the rally, oh my gosh, it was during the rally, uh, the initial part of the rally, um, there was a there was a group and I can't recall the exact name of the band that was there. I believe mm-hmm. they were called We Are Messengers. Mm-hmm. And they covered the song Lord I Need You by Matt Marr. Oh sure. And sometimes I, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> you did great. Um, thanks, Jackson. <laughs> so far, um, so, so good. they they covered the song Lord I Need You. Nice. And uh, you know, I, I just want to try and put you in in the position here to to kind of imagine from a first person point of view because it's something that you know I, I would love everyone to experience. So I was standing there, and it's this one singer, and he has his acoustic guitar, and he's starting to lead this praise and worship song. And I turn around, and it's just it's it's a sea of people all singing praises to mm-hmm. the Lord. Yeah. And it was something where it it impacted my heart so much. Uh, you know, I my first reaction was tears. I was like, "Oh my gosh, God, you're awesome. so good. This is Amen. amazing." Uh, so that was that was the lead up to the president of the United States of America speaking at the rally. Mm, and wow. he was actually the first president to ever speak at, attend or even acknowledge and support the March for Life, mm. which is the largest March for Life in the United States. Wow. And so it was really an honor to have the president acknowledge and stand with us. Yes, it's amazing. And it was just, it was beyond wonderful. Uh, you know, he stood up there 
And you know, we we had a couple of protesters in the crowd who tried to crash the the rally and tried to you know, squander what the president was saying, but our pro-life family was standing there and they, you know, they didn't let any of that impact the message that that he was trying to get across. Mm. Um, so he was really, he was the ringleader, uh, you know, really? to, to, to kind of, to, to ring in per se the March for Life. You know, he kind of hyped us up and he was like, you know what, as the president, I stand with you for life. And once he spoke, they had a couple of other speakers as well um, actually, a couple of abortion survivors, which wow. was really, I, I mean, to hear their stories, it's extremely touching and it mm. really raises awareness to the, the volatile and just horrific issue that abortion is to see these people who survived abortions, attempted wow. abortions, botched abortions. It's just, it's hard to, it's, it, 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 it's hard that. to hear it and to hear how emotional they are about the subject just it just raises awareness and really it, it has an effect to bring people out of their ignorance. And that was what was really powerful about it. Uh, so once the rally came to a close, the March for Life officially began. And let me tell you, I mean, <laughs> this was the this was the third time I personally have been to the march. And every time that I go, it's it's it, it you know, it doesn't get any less powerful or, you know, I always you know, get that chill reaction, that the, the shivers down your spine of, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> and so we're all watch, uh, walking, excuse me, we're all walking down, uh, you know, the National Mall area leading up to the Supreme Court, and it's just a ton of young people. It's mm, awesome. And it's just, it was incredible. We had people marching. We had our Catholic brothers and sisters. We had interfaith communities of, you know, all different denominations. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, secular pro-life groups who were there. It was, it was incredible to see the representation for life and for people of every walk of life to stand up for the sanctity of life. So cool. So it was it was amazing. There there are not enough words to describe the experience. It's yeah. it's not something that you can place a singular word on, but it was just it was something that that needs to be mainstreamed more often. So it, it was just it was it was beautiful. That that's probably the word that I could come to. It's awesome. just it was beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. You know, and that's uh, so interesting. I wasn't aware that we have not had one president of the United States go to that rally ever. Yes, exactly. I had no idea. Yep, we Number had one. we uh, the this president is the first to ever acknowledge. Uh, last year, the or I'm sorry, not last year, uh, the previous president uh, acknowledged the Planned Parenthood gathering around the same time, I believe, but didn't acknowledge the March for Life. Um, but this president did, and so it was. It was. It was a huge cornerstone for the pro-life movement to have someone, you know, the the leader of the free world in particular, really stand behind us. Sure, and yeah. I'm just thinking, Annalisa, how old are you, Annalisa? I'm 20. 20, right? So, <laughs> and you guys are all so mature. It's amazing uh, to me. Your your maturity and and your passion <laughs> is just uh, contagious and exciting. I'm I'm so excited to have all you guys in here, and and I'm I'm 51. And as I listen to you give, you know, you know give your perspective on the you know, ha- having uh, President Trump at the rally yeah. and being the first president ever, you know, I've been, I've, I was born in 1969, so I've been, I've been born since Roe versus Wade yeah, happened. Yeah. And so I've seen each president. I remember as a wow. child, I remember Nixon. 
Mm. Uh, I remember the the um, the trials and of of uh, that he went through, and I I remember sure. Ford, and I remember Carter, and I remember Reagan, I remember Bush Senior, and so on and so forth. And to think that that all of those presidents, not one of them, mm-hmm. not even one of them, even went to the March of Life, but also that President Trump actually spoke. Yes at yes. the march of life and you know he this is the the thing that i like to see is that he is um that was his platform exactly like him or not that was his mm-hmm. platform so he's actually a man of his word when it comes to that specific thing we can we can we can see that that's that 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 actually came to fruition so i'd like to um uh i i, I just like to pray number one that that this icebreaker that President Trump was the first to go that that all presidents from this point on would support this movement. Amen. I would I would I would really hope for that. No matter what um, party affiliation they are in. Mm-hmm. Independent. That's independent of party. Exactly. You know, this is not a party exactly. issue. This is a life and death issue of the weakest of the weak. Exactly. And uh, we uh, we are called to defend those who cannot defend themselves. Uh, that's called righteous, the righteous path. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're called that as Catholics. We're called that as Christians, and we're called that as humans, mm-hmm. as human beings. Um, so that is very exciting. And uh, Ramon, tell us uh, about your experience um, at 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 the march, and you know what, what was your takeaway? Well, first I got to mention that this was my first march uh, for life. Um, I have heard about it before, but this is the first time I was more aware of the um, pro-life events, pro-life organizations, mm. things things around that I can get involved in. And so traveling with, with other Students for Life um, students, you know, officers who, who are in charge of other Florida Students for Life groups on their campuses, um, I really I really learned a lot from them. And um, just I enjoyed that I, that I made fellowship with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that... Um, that are a part of my faith that are that are Protestant, you know. I love I love learning and being um, being a friend to, to all of them. Um, also at the March for Life, it was great to learn all those other people as well, not just Catholics. Um, but you know, it was great to see my um, Catholic brothers and sisters there too, um, in support uh, of this of this cause that we all need to rally for. And um, and I'm just so glad that that we do stand for this, um, knowing that that this is the truth and. Being a pro-life um, individual, standing up for life in all stages of life is, is, is you know, um, inscribed in our hearts and what we got to do. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really, this this march was really great. Um, the president speaking, you know, we need, we need this um, support from him. So um, I really, I really did support him coming, and and it was great knowing that he he uh, was got our back on this issue specifically. Um, what else? Um, it's awesome. It is. Yeah. It's a great, wonderful, wonderful. Um, yeah, that that is that is awesome, Michael. What what takeaways did you have uh, with with the with the march last week? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was my first time going to the march. I've never done a march for life in my life, and just seeing the size, Jeffrey, mm. like I mentioned last week, unbelievable. And not only the size, but the character of the crowd. Mm. I mean, 
there's a lot of protesting going on right. these couple of years. <laughs> I feel like there's a protest every single week. <laughs> and but this crowd, you could tell that we're channeled by love. Mm. And like Annalisa was saying, I mean, you know, I'm sure there there were, uh, you know, a ton of people that weren't Christian there. And even though we're singing, you know, to the Lord, you know, I'm sure they're they're holding hands with us. Yeah. Um. So it it was absolutely amazing. And what's funny is those protesters that were there that were for abortion, they. They were there was only like seven of them yeah. compared to mm. six hundred fifty thousand, mm. and that's something that I think people you know need to start realizing. Uh, we're we may you know we're just the silent majority. That's what it is, mm-hmm. and that's what I well, took not, away. Not so silent, but being silenced by right. the media. The it, media doesn't yeah, report sure. this, right? It, yeah, no, we're, of course. Yeah, we're praise you, Lord reports it. Yeah, <laughs> hey. but Amen. that's because we, that's because we don't make any money. <laughs> we are we're not we're not a money driven ministry. We're not a money driven program. We 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 we're we're not a non for profit. We just mm-hmm. we just spend money actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and lots of time. Um, yeah, but this it's 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 in our heart. You know, everyone here involved in praise you, Lord, and 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 I believe the radio stations too. Um, I don't know all the radio stations. I'm so grateful for the ones out in the in the middle of the country that play us, and and then and then the podcast. Yeah. And by the way, if you're a podcast listener, thank you so much. That's a new addition to our program. And if you're a radio listener, if you miss our program, you can always listen to us on the podcast. And if the radio is tough to get, like I was listening on the radio uh, to one of the radio stations, and it was there were some funky things happening with the sounds, you can always yeah. just turn over and go right to, to the podcast. It's going to be clear as day. So if you're having trouble picking us up on the radio, you know, by all means, check out the podcast. And I think it would help people find the program if you do believe in it and you believe in the ministry, um, just by simply you know uh, giving us a review there. I think that helps in the views. Uh, so that when in search engines they pick us up a little quicker so consider giving us a review um, not because we need a lot of people I, that's not really the point the point is I think that that the, that that well let's put it this way if you think that this message uh, would if it would be good for this message to get out to more people then if you give us a review it will get out to more people yeah. and that's basically that mm-hmm. so um, I'm very touched, very touched by what I'm hearing here. I was touched last week when you guys called in. Um, incredible witness, witness here uh, of of three young people and there. And and the thing is, what I'm hearing is that it was a predominantly young crowd. Yeah. Right. Not, not only they say that we're growing in numbers, but we are getting younger and younger. And well, it's funny. I mean, I think one speaker mentioned the reason for that is. Mm their age group is disappearing yeah and, it, and the pro yeah the, the the roe versus wade people are 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 getting old right and and something that's fueling and waking up the younger crowd is they're realizing that their peers aren't around yes um so it's it's it, what do you mean by that i don't understand what you're yeah, saying. yeah yeah um uh because uh they, 
abortion is killing so many of the young people that would be here. Oh, I know it. You know, growing up in in the in the early seventies, there were kids everywhere in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Wow. And now I go back to the very same neighborhood, and you don't see kids in the street. You don't see yeah. kids. There's Not no kids. Yeah, it's like where are the children? And that's one of the things I, I love to travel. And one thing I love about Brazil is, man, these there are a lot of a lot of kids in the streets playing. You hear the you hear them mm. laughing and playing soccer, and I mean, being on bicycles or what you know whatever. What kids mm. do. And it's like, it's very refreshing. I remember being in Costa Rica up in the mountains and I saw these beautiful children. I mean, just so many of them and just like, you know, like out in nature. And I mean, it was it was a small town, a village. And they just, you know, it's just like, man, I, I mean, children are like such a blessing. Mm -hmm. They're such exactly. a huge blessing. I mean, they're like, they're they're new and they're fresh. They're closer to God, I believe, because they, they, were, yeah. they were with him. They were created by him just a moment ago. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. I mean, his yeah. the, the yes. Lord's touch yes. and breath actually entered mm -hmm. that person yes. so soon ago. You know, the younger a person is. Yeah. That's a weird way to put. I, don't, I think I'm creating a new English phrase there, but <laughs> no. maybe you understand what I'm saying. No, definitely, uh, definitely. You know, the, they, um, you know, a lot of different pastors and Catholic individuals say, you know, come to Jesus as a child. You know? Yeah, right. We need to become um, you know, like children to enter the, the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, this is look, what Jesus said. Exactly. Yeah. And look at the world through a child's eyes. Mm. You know, because you can see the wonder and the beauty that God has created without the the perversion of the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you you see it through innocent eyes of what it actually is, and it's not poisoned by a certain narrative that goes against that mm. and i think looking at the world through a child's eyes is so important and i think it definitely ties into the issue of abortion because we are depleting that vision of the world by depleting those children mm. <laughs> so mm. it's 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 a huge it's a huge issue i mean like michael said you know peers peers of young children are disappearing it's it's estimated I think it's 61 million lives have been taken since the Supreme Court case of Roe v. Wade. 61 million lives in the U.S. alone. And that's why children aren't growing up with their peers, mm -hmm. like Michael said. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that, that's an astronomical number. Mm -hmm. 61 million. You can't even, you know, th think about that in, in your own human mind. I mean, 61 million, that's just... That's that's just there. There's no word for that. It's it's just it's horrific. And I'm sure that the numbers are probably uh, my guess would be bigger than that because sure. um, I know I know people that own pizza shops. I know people that own cash businesses, and a lot of a lot of the these abortion places are cash businesses. And, exactly. And exactly. Mo most people don't report their cash. Like what waitress sure. reports sure. all the cash, right? Yeah. Which means exactly. that that a lot of the abortions are not going on the books. So Definitely. it's a lot more than that, and I mean, so yeah. sixty. What was the what was the number again? Sixty-one million reported. Sixty-one million. My yeah. God. It's, and that's just in the period of you know, nineteen seventy-two through twenty nineteen. I think that was the the last reported, uh, and that's wow. just the U.S. That's just yeah, the U.S. That, exactly. That's just the U.S. Exactly right. That was that. You took, you took my thought there, Ramon. Yeah. That's the United States figures, and we have a big world out there. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and there's more abortion happening in other countries than the United States. Yeah. Uh, so, 
that is really really profound mm -hmm. well i mean this is really really awesome you know we're we're one body in christ that's what's written yeah. you know and uh christ is the head and um and we are the members and it's it's exciting to hear these different members and how you know how i i believe god or I mean, anything anything that is happening uh through the spirit of god through i believe the lord orchestrates it you know we we can say yes to it he gave us every every one of us in this room every heartbeat we have mm -hmm. ever had we're having now or we're ever going to have is all him yeah everything is him every everything in this room is him yeah. i mean we are we're made in his image and likeness so we're creators also we you know we were able yeah. to create the this these computers that are in front of me that are running this the, this microphone and when i say we i mean human human beings yeah. And uh, we, we're builders, you know, we're, we're, we're problem solvers. Yep. And uh, we have been give, given great gifts. And when we come together and do our part in our little corner, and I, I think that's a big takeaway for me personally. You know, maybe someone's listening out in Kansas City today or out in um, Denver, Colorado or, or somewhere in Wichita, Kansas, and, uh, or, or here down in South Florida. And they're thinking, well, uh, there's nothing I can do. This, th mm -hmm. There's nothing further than the truth. From the truth than that, I mean, if you can, if you can get up and go and, you know, help out by, just saying, hey, what can I do? And exactly. say, well, I don't have anything. Can you pick up trash? Can you, can you, can you put stamps on envelopes? Can you, yeah, you know, can you, point, can you be at a door and say hello when someone enters a church and just be hospitable? Yeah. Which is not, by the way, that's not that's a gift. Hospitality is a gift yeah. of the Holy sure. Spirit. It's a it's, it's a gift of charity. And there's nothing like walking into a place and just having someone that has a genuine smile that says, hi, you know, welcome. Yeah, definitely. And that's, a, that's so important. That is so important. And so our churches sure. need that. We need that in our church, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a lot of that. But yeah. we, we, could need, we need more. Oh, definitely. That's not, yeah. that would, that we can never have enough of that. Yeah. And I'm not oh, talking yeah. about fake charity, fake, fake you know, mm -hmm. hospitality. I'm talking yeah. about genuine, right? Yeah. Like just, just having a caring heart for people. And, uh, and whatever it is that your gift is, whoever's listening out there, I'd just like to pray that, that, that uh, God will, if you're open to it, and, and suggest maybe to pray that the Lord show you how you can, how you can serve him better. Mm -hmm. Amen. And how you can serve him in a, you know, and maybe be open to things that you wouldn't expect. Like, Ramon, would you ever have imagined being president of a pro-life uh, pro um organization on on a major campus in the united states of america like four years ago could you ever imagine that no oh. <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i had this dream in my mind since i was six years old <laughs> just, just doing wherever i feel called to yeah. help out yeah, yeah right yeah. that's awesome that's awesome and um and so same here you know it's like i don't know i'm just going day by day see what happens right yep you know um Jackson, takeaways from what, what you've li you're a great listener, brother. Yeah. Well, what, what, what are you hearing? What are you What are you sensing in the spirit? And what do you What kind of uh, feedback do you get? Do you well, get? well, something that was on my heart when you're talking about us as creators, Jeff, is um, you know that as parents, you know we're actually we're we're co-creating children confirmation right? i was thinking with the god exact yeah same I, thing. I i saw yes. your eyes light up and i thought yes. so yeah 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 oh i mean yes. talk about a holy 
a holy role. Oh my right? talk, gosh! Talk about yes. a, a role of um, such. It's such a gift, mm-hmm. and I think um, I mean of all the things that we could create, like you were talking about, Jeff. Right? What an awesome thing to, in the Holy Spirit, co-create new life oh, with the Lord. Nice. You know, that's yeah. how that's how our. our this is how the Lord ordained it, yeah. that, that two people, two people in marriage mm. would, would come together and co-create with God Amen. another another person, mm. you know, a soul that was going to be with the Lord forever, right? An right. eternal soul. How amazing it's is that? Like, what a, what a, what? isn't it? Like God, oh my God. It's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, what a, what exactly. a grace. And yeah. um, so that was one thought I had. The other thought I had too, as we're talking about, mm. you know, the culture gosh man it's like if you don't if you if you see parenting as something negative right as, mm-hmm. as a wider culture it's like if you see parenting as something that takes away from your goals mm. parenting is something that takes away from your ambitions that that you have a track that you're trying to follow mm-hmm. in your life and and that parenting is going to be nothing but a distraction from that it is such a lie it is yeah. such a lie, you know. I, I and I, I mean, I guess at the same time, there's there's parenting is a is a huge sacrifice. But just like anything else, um, you gain your life when you give it away. Yes, right. This right. is what Jesus says. That's what he says. You, yeah. you you gain your life when you give it away. That's, That's right. Beautiful. So as as a parent, anytime anytime you you give yourself to another person in that way and you, and you, and you take up the responsibility of caring for another child of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's going to be lost. It's only going to be gained. Um, my four children for, uh, my, my fourth being in the womb right now, uh, are the, are the greatest gifts I've ever been given and nothing has made me closer to God and has, and has, um, made me holier and has made me, uh, see the Lord in a clearer way. Um, it is never, ever, 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 ever taken away uh, from my life. On the contrary, uh, uh, the Lord's just given me um, more and more love, mm-hmm. and and um, uh, my life has been made so much richer from my wife and my four boys. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for that, Jackson. That was really insightful and super important. Thank you. Thank you. Before I'm looking at the time here, and I wanted I wanted to uh, let you folks in the room here know, and the people on the, that are listeners, that uh, uh, this is Super Bowl Sunday. I wanted to make this point, and uh, this is the second time during the Super. Uh, there was another Super Bowl here in Miami years ago. I don't remember how many years because they just seem to go so so quickly. And I'm being a music minister. Um, I, I do music ministry with wherever I felt feel called. And I was I got the call just a few days ago and I was involved in this ministry before and I want to share this because most people it's not on their radar number one the problem when it comes to protecting the innocence this is another another issue when when um, when let me explain the issue first and that is called human trafficking now human trafficking is something that people have become more aware of especially in this administration I must say I, I am so grateful for this administration's active uh, uh, direction towards uh, stopping human trafficking 
and and so on. But um, this is something that goes on very commonly in when there are major events where people with very big purses and a lot of money is flowing into a certain area. So they tend to fall around the Super Bowl. So this time, this year, the Super Bowl's in Miami. So there, we know that there's going to be a lot of sexual slaves that are going to be uh, shipped in, and they're here now. They're here right now. That are shipped into this area so that people can um, use them and abuse them and, and pay for uh, them. And they come in all different ages, including children. And it's just disgusting and terrible, but it's it's a reality. And it's something I don't like having to speak about because it's when we think about these things, it's very sad and perhaps depressing and and so on. But, but as Christians, we are called to be a light in the darkness. And we are called to be to, to stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. So here's the, some good news. Um, there is a, it's a Protestant ministry, and they, for six straight days, did praise and worship for, for 24-7. Wow. That awesome. was the back Jeez. end of it. That was, the, that was what they considered the prayer warfare to protect those who are trained to go out on the streets mm-hmm. and minister the, and find people who are in... The, that are sexual slaves that are on the streets working the streets or I don't I don't even understand how they do it I'm not involved in that part but they're trained to do this and witness and then there's and then there's some type of um, organization that gets these people off the streets and explains to them that they don't have to be afraid they're not going to be killed mm-hmm. if they if they run you know run away from the from the slavery and they find shelter for them and they find you know um, help them to, to restart their lives so I, I was uh, I played till one in the morning. I was in the graveyard shift there at the very end of it in a band last night for two hours from wow. eleven to one, and uh, and I I was asked to play guitar and I did, and um, praised along with them. But that That's is awesome. just a, an amazing ministry, and we need to be praying for those who are who are, are um, sexual slaves. So there is slavery that is happening right around us, and um, it's just it's just so sad. But. Uh, Yes, we're just about at the end of the program. There's a lot of good news here. We can see the body moving. We see good triumphing triumphing over evil. And we have these young people here who are witnessing to to this. So, so this uh, great movement of God at FAU and in our country. So uh, Ramon, Rocha, Annalisa, Genovese, and uh, Michael Lopez, thank you so much, guys, for coming in and witnessing about your trip. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yes. Thank you. Jackson, thanks, brother. Thank you, buddy. God bless. God bless you guys out there and your families. Please pray for us. And most of all, praise you, Lord. <laughs>